Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Rindo. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch! Yeah! All right, my friends, we are halfway home on a Monday, December 18th. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Great to be here with you. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He is the executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor. Joins us as well. Uh, Christmas shopping, I think, is almost done on, from my end. Both of you guys are covered. Adam's covered. I think I got everything that I need to get done. I'd like to get my wife maybe one more thing. Do you know she opened one of her presents yesterday? Well, you opened your water bottle. Yeah, I had to because yeah. I lost Is this mine. a tit for tat? Don't say that when you talk about my wife ever <laughs> again. Do you understand? <laughs> Please don't. I mean... It's just an expression. They they are lovely. I will Puder give you that. Research. Much. Yeah, Puder research. <laughs> Guys, a perv constantly talking about my wife and her chest. carnal relation. Right. <laughs> this one may get you guys. Pound town. You know. Oh my god. Do you know what she asked for for Christmas? I give you a thousand billion trillion guesses, and you couldn't get it because I'd never heard of it. She asked for a new litter box. For our cats. But you've never seen one like this. Does it like automatically scoop and remove? It it looks like R2-D2. It's a smart litter box? It's a smart litter box. She can use it like on her phone. She she has Wi-Fi for whatever reason. It's like a a Roomba for kitty litter. (laughs) But it doesn't move. It just stays there. It it has a ramp up and it looks like an egg with a hole in the egg. So it's like this egg. It looks like a robot. And the cat goes in, does its business. It instinctively knows I'm still to, trying to picture this. Are we talking uh, like the Rady Shell? Pull it up. Yeah, in, yeah. Or? Like, Polly, pull up. I can't remember the name of it, but I bought it. She sent it to me at, like months ago, or a month ago, and said, I want this for Christmas. And I wrote back, ha, 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 because I thought she was joking. Because who would ever spend that much money on a litter box? But our with two cats and one on the way... Tomorrow, a third cat coming tomorrow. You got it for a bargain. Did I? I don't know. Oh, well, it's expensive. It's Where's money. the cat coming from tomorrow? We're adopting a new cat. It's not going to be born tomorrow. It's going to no, be adopted it's been tomorrow. Born. We're okay. adopting it tomorrow. She asked me for this thing, and I thought it was a joke. And I said, well, that, that, I go, Hannah, that's a, 
that's a really uh, expensive litter box. And she said, do you like the smell of cat ass in our house? I go, I don't, actually. And she goes, well, you'll never smell it again, and ever. I got to tell you this thing. This thing's unbelievable. It is un- it it takes the litter. Show Ben a picture if you can find one, Polly. Pulling them up. Right but now. there's the normal thing, and they they walk up and they get in, they do their business, and then this goes in the inside of it, like the sphere. Basically, it's a sphere. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. Okay. And it filters it all out into this drawer, and then you just pull the drawer out at the bottom and empty it. Oh, it's bigger than that, dude. It's an egg. All it's right. a big old um, egg. But it's the how, same idea. It's the same idea. Can you? How do you convince the cat to go so in there? That was the do issue. its business. We watched this one. Uh, this is the small one. Is four hundred bucks. Yeah, but this was more. I spent more than that on a litter <laughs> okay. box. That's what she wanted. So it, it's unbelievable. Does it come with some litter as well? Comes with some litter. Okay. Oh yeah, come came with some litter. But I watched one cat walk up to it and did the like the pat, like the hitting it because he's just like, "What is this thing? It's got litter in it." And I know I'm supposed to go in there, but it was. Uh, it, it lit a robot, yeah, is what it's called. So we have one now, and it looks cool. Like, it looks good, and it works like a dream. Is it well, loud or quiet? No, it's quiet. quiet you don't okay. hear a thing. Okay. It, it's it's really pretty brilliant. And I said, babe, like, I want to get you what you want for Christmas, and I'll do it. Oh, but that's a lot of scratch for a, a litter box, and she, she wanted it, man. So she opened one of her gifts yesterday. She put it together. Uh, yesterday in the garage and got it all set up. So, so this that is... look more like it. It's like a black egg. It's yeah, good. with it's like steps coming. Yeah, steps coming down. <laughs> yep, that's the one. Except we got the uh, cream colored one. That looks like where Darth Vader's cat would go potty. Yes, it's exactly right. <laughs> Except again, ours is cream colored. It's elite. Like it is. It is a really special. Litter box, but I told her I go. We're just collecting weird things now in our home. We well, have- okay. So this to me now, I am a bad gift giver. At least I've been told that once or twice by uh, by my by my wife. This is something <laughs> that to me would be. To be fair, you also gave her a garage door. You did open. give her a remote control. I was excited once. about that one. I thought that was a yeah. good present. You were the only one. <laughs> You don't know what you're getting. I got your present this weekend. Oh, I can't I, wait. I had to ask Paul, and I don't know if he was on board or not on board with it. But <laughs> I'll just, don't give me any info. <sighs> I won't give you any info. But to me, that's the kind of present that would get, get like held over my head. Remember that year you gave me a litter box. litter box. And the only thing that you get away with is because she specifically asked for it. I have learned now ten years together. But my wife wanted a garage door open. Yeah, but not for Christmas. She wanted one. Because she didn't have one. She right. had lost But hers. isn't the litter box the same thing? I want one, just not for Christmas. No, no. She said, this is what this I want is for Christmas. Christmas. So I just don't buy her anything unless she sends me exactly what she wants, and I just buy it. But she won't have the big present to open on Christmas now because she opened it yesterday. So now, Christmas, her family will be over. I'll feel like a turd because, and I'll be like, go, go in the garage and see what I bought. I don't want to have to do that bit, you know? You know that bit of like, oh, here's she's got me a ton of stuff. Good stuff, I think, and I'm going to be opening presents, and I'll give her like the other two that I have for her. So I got to go buy her more so stuff. So you have to sure. open three, and then she opens one, one and then yeah. you open four I more, and then she mine. opens yes. one. Yeah, hundred percent. It's never good. You move on Hannah's part because now you now you got to step up. Now I got to get more. her more stuff, hundred percent. But now she loves this thing, man. She absolutely loves this thing, and the kids got the biggest kick out of it. And it's uh, yeah, it, but now no smell, doesn't smell at all. And then, I mean, for the money, it's one of those things. It's like, is that a lot of money? Yeah. 
Is it worth it? Yeah, so far so good. Um, so pretty stoked about our new robot. I mean, one of my least favorite thing about pets is the smell. And if you can minimize that, 100%, pets man. are wonderful. You have to get through the smell, though, which is never my favorite part. No. So, so we've never had cats. I, I couldn't do the whole litter, the litter box, box thing. Oh, I don't. Dogs are tough enough. At least they go outside. Yeah. The cats go inside. Uh, aren't we kept ours in the garage, but still, yeah. you leave, we leave the door open for them, and it wafts in. Mm-hmm. And every day I walk in and go, this house reeks of cat ass and <laughs> pee. Like, I don't want to smell it. And I love our cats to death, but, I mean, we are now. Now we're, we're going to be rolling three cats, one dog, two kids, and it's it's on. Sounds like a lot of people in the chat have already made a similar purchase. Yeah. The app-controlled cat litter box it's pretty robot. Cool. It's pretty cool, dude. It really is. So I, I, I thought I was done. But I need a couple more things to open for the misses. Uh, how are you guys doing on yours? Are you all done? Good. Yeah. I uh, think I'm done. Honestly, I was more worried about you this year than anyone else. That's fair. And I've gotten your present, so I feel good about that. Okay. What about your kids? Are I you... have nothing. I, I have, I'll figure that out this week. Really? Yeah. You well, you I mean, got one week. I have to give you your present Wednesday. Yes, so that's I've, true. You want to knock that yeah. one out. And then I'm off uh, I'm off both jobs for the rest of the week after Wednesday, so I feel like I'll have some time then to go out and do the rest of my shopping. In the worst time of year to go out and actually do the shopping, but... So, what, was last week way, way better yeah, than this true. week? Yeah, true. True. What are your kids asking for? Not really anything. That's the problem. They're kind of at that age where they have Money. the things they want. Yeah. Cash. Gift cards. I mean, which is fine, and I will give them... Some cash, because that's what they want. But that's not really anything to open or fill up a stocking or wrap yeah, in but a at present. That, at that age, it's not like you guys are running downstairs and <laughs> huddling around yeah. the tree. and it's You, you know. do gift cards and stuff, but you want to have something that can be opened. Yeah. So you at least have some time on Christmas morning where together. you're together and doing something. But well, that's the tough thing. I'll probably do the old Costco wander around at some point later this week. Get them and, some jeans and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just, things they can use, yeah. yeah, like father. There's all son. kinds of stuff there. There is, there is. All right, big well, barrel of pretzels or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what Who is this? this? Who doesn't want a I giant? Just, I don't understand why people think I'm a bad gift tub giver. of pretzels. Dad, is this a? Oh, so these these are for me, me only. So now I have my own <laughs> giant tub of Bavarian pretzels. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Dad, so much. Holy cow, dude. I don't think I bought one thing from a store this year. I mean, going into a store, purchasing it, it waiting in line, everything was online. Had a couple of either curbside pickups or just walk in, go to the pickup area, online pickup. That's the way to go, man. Graham and Jack, if you're listening, just hit me up with what you want. (laughs) I'll make sure he takes care of it because (laughs) I, I don't know what his deal is, but... He was about to get you guys each a giant tub of pretzels <laughs> until I intervened. <laughs> you imagine going and opening them? <laughs> what? In, uh, okay. Thanks, Dad. Can we just? Can we do the segment on uh, the Christmas cheese show? Balls? Yeah, cheese balls. Would that be balls? better? Than we do pretzels? the we do the segment of worst gifts you've ever gotten. You know, and I'm I've gotten some really good ones. Um, I should just interview them. I should just have them on for the show that day. What does your dad got you? He gave us the pretzels one year. We got a, a jumbo sized box of Pop Tarts one year. That was really fun. I mean, it's all you know. You can use it, but yeah. holy cow, man! You Every never cease box to delight. Of individually wrapped Rice Krispie now, treats is always a big hit. Did your parents give give good gifts? Sure. Yeah. 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 So what's your problem? I don't know. <laughs> so what happened to you? Yeah. What happened, dude? 
happen. I just never. It's just I go and I look and it's like indecision and paralysis, and I can never. I can never really. I've never hit by like that inspiration. Is really. I mean, I think I did well with you this year. I'm. I'm hoping I did. I can't wait. But I could. It could be a disaster. I'm trying to think. I. I don't know, we'll get into all of this on Wednesday. Yeah, this is Wednesday. For the topic. most part, like most of my childhood, at least, you know, twelve years old and up, like I just wanted the cash or the gift cards and cash gift pick cards. Out my own stuff yeah, pick your own stuff. At my own leisure. You know yeah. what I mean? Like my, there were it got to the point where my mom would just tell me, Here's my budget on Christmas this yeah. year. Do you want stuff or do you want that money in cash or gift cards? I'm like, Yeah, just give me the cash. Well, you know, I've got a six year almost six year old and a three year old, so I'm looking forward to them fighting incessantly all morning <laughs> about this is mine, no it's mine, and then throwing all their toys into the corner and just playing in the box. Because uh, that's I, what they the do. The gift will say to Bo from yeah. Santa or Mom Dad. Yeah, or and then Taylor, I want it. I want it. I want that. I want that. It's going to be I a think nightmare. part of my problem is for years, I have really craved having less stuff in the house. Sure. I would love to empty the house up of stuff. Minimalist style. Really kind of minimalism. And I don't request, I don't want anything. And the thought of bringing more junk that doesn't get used into the house, because let's be honest, a lot of gifts end up just being space-taking junk that no one needs. And then we've got more of exactly what I don't want in the house after Christmas every single year. And it's hard because I don't want to pull the trigger on a gift that's just going to end up being useless junk on December 26th. And I think that paralyzes me sometimes when it comes to gift-giving. Like, yeah. I, I want it to be good. If I'm going to get something, there's no point in getting a bad gift. You want it to be a good gift. But then I, my standards are too high, and I can never come up with, I know he'll use this, and this will be perfect. He'll love it every single day. It's like, no, he's probably not going to use this. Well, why would I? Can't get that then, and it, it ends up being just a bad scene for me. I get it. You get a little uh, domed out about it. I do. It. That's fine. I do. That's I'm, all right. I'm very domed out about well, gift giving. Well, I mean, we're domed out about the San Diego Padres. We're domed out about the uh, potential um, scaling back payroll-wise. These are things that we discussed early in the show. Certainly can bring them back. Get some calls from the Tier 1s as well if you guys want to weigh in. How you're feeling? Are you in that pa- – you feel patient? You feel good about it? You feel, no, no, we're finally being smart. Or are you uh, you're a little domed out? We could talk about Jeff Passan's tweet he sent yesterday that Ugh. rankled the feathers oh. of, of many, many fan bases yesterday. And it, it is kind of jarring to see. It's nothing we didn't know. It's nothing we didn't know, but it is jarring to see – where you stand on money spent this offseason so far. We can get into all, all that. Right. We'll get to that coming up next. Our phone lines are open. 833-288-0973. Padres fans, let's talk, uh, let's talk with you before the holiday season. What are you hoping to see under that tree from uh, Santa Preller this year? It's uh, Ben Woods back after traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, Black, it's time. Bird. Bird, it's time. It's time, man. I begin. Yeah. Straight out the dungeon. They mentioned a uh, Jeff Passan tweet. Ben Woods with you this hour, brought to you by Smart and Final this holiday season. Shop groceries and baking needs in one trip, and that's it at Smart and Final. The tweet in question yesterday, free agent spending this winter by team. And it's simply a list of all 30 MLB teams and what they have spent so far in free agency. I would say of, of most concern to the San Diego Padres and their fan base is the separation between themselves <laughs> and three of the top four teams in spending, who all happen to be from the NL West. The Dodgers, of course, have spent the most. Thank God for the Rockies, am I right? Yes. <laughs> the Dodgers have spent the most in free agency, largely on one Shohei Otani. seven respected uh, Dick Manfart. I've, I've often said Dick Manfart <laughs> is one of my right favorites. Way. He does. He does smart. things the right so way. Smart. smart. He's cunning and crafty, that Dick Manfart. $717 million from the Dodgers. Okay. Phil- Phillies are second, mostly in the Aaron Nola resigning, yep. but $172 million. And this is not just for next season. This is... Total dollars committed over the life of contracts agreed to in this offseason. Third now, though, is the Arizona Diamondbacks. $122 million, and not, some, not of that, some of that is bringing back their own players, uh, including uh, the, over the weekend, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Uh, some of that is adding new players. And then fourth is the San Francisco Giants, $113 million, all of which is one player in Jung-Ho Lee. But three of the four top teams... The top spenders in baseball are from the NL West. Here's where it gets really interesting, though. After those guys. That's right. It's the uh, Royals <laughs> at number five, at 105 I mean, million. Kudos to them. I was, uh, we have a, a tier one, Kathy. She's a beloved, she's a Royals fan. She roots for the Padres, but she was, you know, that's, she's from Kansas City. And she said, I, you know, as a Royals fan, I'm pretty elated to see they do have a good, they have the Bobby Witt Jr., the Vinny Pasquantino, the Cole Reagans, the young up and coming players that are actually like, impact players not a well we'll wait and see how they do these guys are impact players right now they are trying to build around those guys she also said that they are in the market for a new stadium in kansas city so they need asses in the seats they need excitement and electricity around the team so uh they're doing what they're supposed to be doing right now it's nice to see a team like the royals spend 105 million bucks so far now the bottom of the list um is well let's see the red sox have spent a million they're of the teams that have spent any money they've spent the least not a not a poverty franchise to be sure not at all and then the teams that have spent nothing so far in free agency zero dollars zero cents the blue jays the cubs 
the Mariners, the Marlins, the Rockies, the Twins, the Yankees, wow. and the Padres have all spent not a cent in free agency yet. Noted this small market teams, the Blue there's Jays a, and Yankees. And Cubs. And I Cubs. mean, there's a mix of certainly clubs in there that have not spent. Now, you say the Rockies haven't spent anything, the Marlins, the Twins. You go, okay, that's on brand. Yankees, Cubs, I mean, they're all looking to make big splashes from what we've heard this offseason. Haven't got anything done yet. It's a it's a reminder that just because you haven't spent doesn't mean you're not going to spend something. Yeah, I mean, let's revisit this list in a month. Let's revisit uh, revisit it in two months, and it's certainly going to look different. Um, you know, and, and and you know, you don't you don't necessarily feel the need to try to compete with the Dodgers. Uh, nobody's going to be able to. Um, the Yankees, I think, will probably rock it up the list. Fairly soon, if they well, whoever gets Yamamoto, whoever is gets rock Yamamoto, it immediately to second on this list because he's getting more than 172 million. It seems like. The, interestingly uh, enough, too, the Cincinnati Reds, man, trying to do something again. 87 million dollars they committed uh, so far. So good for them, man. I love this. I hope. I hope some of these teams start to click. You know, I really do. We saw what could happen last year with the Diamondbacks, and um, you know they they did do it the right way. And I, I have liked their moves so far this off season. But I think I haven't seen anything that made me scratch my head. I mean, even the Giants' move, I went, I don't know, man. It's a lot of cash for a guy that many people are saying it could be a couple of years before he catches on. But they were in that position where. They literally had to do something. They had to. And uh, Dennis Lynn's article, which we uh, talked about a little bit earlier, you know, Padres apparently allegedly made an offer to him, but it was nowhere close to that. I'm, I'm, I'm chalking that up as a win right now. I am. I, I, I've seen the one highlight, for, and I know he's a good player, but I think this is going to be a little bit of a ramp-up time. And, you know, when you're projected as a seven-hole hitter from day one um, for $113 million bucks, that's a lot of scratch for a seven-hole hitter. It, it does feel like, and the Padres were absolutely in on it, and the price tag got too high. I mean, no one's ever said it's a good idea to overpay for players. Correct. Correct? That's we've, almost, we've done it enough. It's almost man. always a bad idea. Now, sometimes you got to stretch yourself a little bit, otherwise you get no one, and that's always a bad situation, too. Yeah, Rockies can always say, we don't overpay for anybody. And, but they do. They have. Well, they Chris have in the Bryant past. Yeah, they have like in the that. past. I mean, massive when you spend nothing, you can't overpay on anyone. So there's a there's a balance to be to be met somewhere in there. But I think you're right. We need to revisit this list in a month and then two months and, and see where everybody is at and, and who really spent this off season. Phone lines are open eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. If you want to talk some Padres, we brought up the. Uh, the one rumor this weekend, Max Kepler is potentially on the trade market. The Minnesota Twins looking into offers for their center fielder. Uh, Woods, you had some concerns about durability. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, he's averages, I'd say the average is probably 120 games a season. And, and um, you know, you're, you're, you then have to account for a quarter of the season uh, pretty much every year with Max Kepler. When, again, when he's on the field, he is a really good player, barrels the baseball, Benny, uh, can hit for power. Um, do you see him coming here and, and getting better? I mean, again, if he's healthy, he is a dynamic impact type player. Um, but at this point, like, and for ten million bucks, it's not a lot of dough. But the hey, we are looking for help in our rotation. Well, we don't have any, and we need help in our rotation. So I don't know how great of a trade partner uh, they are for us. Padres need left-handed uh, bats in their offense. He is a uh, one just became available. 
The Atlanta Braves have released Matt Carpenter. Now that's interesting. Let's, we should take a look at that potentially. The whole idea they released him. Yeah, the whole idea that they were going to flip him they had a after pretty a strong 2022 with the Yankees. I remember acquiring him from the uh, the Padres last week. They were going to trade him somewhere else. Guess there weren't a lot of takers on the Matt Carpenter market. Well, they, what they give it about 15 minutes yeah. of looking and said, "No, nah, never mind." This is yeah. Mark uh, Bowman rep- uh, uh, reported Matt Carpenter has been released. The Braves initially hoped to be able to trade his bad contract like they had Stasi's and Gonzalez's, but I guess they were uh, either unable to find a partner or were unwilling to do what the Padres did and, and attach at least a, a serviceable arm like Ray Kerr to get someone to take some of that salary on. Padres should have done that deal. Ray Kerr and Matt Carpenter come on back for some salary. We'll call it a day. No, I, I, you will see a tweet today uh, that somebody says, should we bring back Carpenter on a prove it deal? Prove it deal. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, lot, yeah, like you said, a lot for um, Santa Preller to deliver uh, this year under the tree. And uh, let's come back. Let's talk to some Padre fans. Uh, are you feeling prudent? Do you feel – I see a lot of, of Padre fans saying, I feel good. I, I feel good about it. This is prudent. I love these prudent decisions that we're I'm making. I'm curious. So we, the, the payroll situation, do you want to see them go a little bit over the luxury tax mark just to try to add what they need – or do you feel like it's dumb? I mean, if you're going to be it's that close question, to the luxury man. tax, you might as well get under it, reset, and get yourself in a better position for 2025. What is uh, about 24? I, is spending 15 or 20 million less than you thought? Is that really like, as you said, punting on a season, right. or is yeah, that is that I, smart baseball? I think I think the word punt we have to. I think it's it's hard to see a punt scenario with some of the guys that are on this roster right now. Now they got to perform, but it's hard to I, call that I, a punt. I agree, but you're obviously better off. You can fill a, in a couple of slots with that money if you're going to spend that extra money. But is it worth it at this point? Uh, give us a call eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. We'll take your phone calls coming up next with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station ninety seven three, the Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Our boss Adam uh, texted us during the break with his take, uh, and I think this is reasonable. He says, I'd rather see some young guys like Jackson Merrill get a shot than go over the luxury tax. Sure. Get him experience, chance to contribute. Maybe it benefits those guys in a big way and take a huge step forward. But the I, the the risk that you run is moving guys to the big leagues that aren't quite ready yet. And I guess if it doesn't work out, you can always just send them back down. You have that type of control over these young players. That being said, what does that do to a young player? I mean, how many guys have we seen get called up and just... Nothing happens. I'm curious what Padres fans have to say. Our phone lines are open, 833-288-0973. Talking budget again here. Oh, man, I've got the Colonel's uniform is back on right now. And I I, I think I've come to my conclusion about what I'd like to see. Uh, We'll get to that and your phone calls right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. All right, let's go out to our friend Lenny in La Mesa to kick things off here at uh, 8.38 in the morning. Hello, Lenny. How are you? Hey, Lenny. Good morning, guys. Happy holidays to everyone. Hey, I, I have no problem what the Padres are doing now. Baseball is not like other sports where one player makes a difference. We all learned last year, spend, 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 what does it get you? It's about putting together the proper uh, roster of players with one goal, to get into the make, to try to make the playoffs. Yep. They want to use some younger guys. I'm okay with that. We still have three guys that are all-star players. We have you and, and Joe in the starting rotation. The only move I'm a little surprised is that we let Nick Martinez walk for what looks like $2 million. Other than that move, they'll put together a roster, and it's a long, long season. So I'm, I'm good. Let's see how it works out. Yeah, Lenny, I, think, I like where you're heading I think at. that's a pretty smart take. In fact, it, it was kind of the same direction I was going to go, where, where Lenny said one player is not going to make the difference. I will – my colonel budget – you know, uniform on. It tells me if the Padres are going to spend $180 million this year and stay under the luxury tax and they're not going to be a winner at that price, then I don't think they're going to be a winner at $200 million either. Yeah. I, I don't think that they're, they're, if they're going to find wins, it's because they're getting more out of the guys they all have here. They're getting something out of some of the young players. They're not simply right on the cusp of winning a World Series. And if they just spent that extra. $15 million and went over the luxury tax, all of a sudden now they are a World Series winner. That's not that's not where the extra wins are coming from this year. So in that sense, I'm okay if they do want to do the luxury tax reset. I'm not okay. I'm not okay just saying that we can't, you know, we're not going to win at that level this year, though. They need to spend up to that. They need to, you know, put as good of a team as they can on the field, make the right decisions about which young players are coming up, which they think are ready. There's a lot of things they have to do well and smart and correct. And if they don't get those done, that's on A.J. Preller. That's on his planning. That's, again, that's a failure on his watch. But the smart thing to do might be to just say, hey, let's see how, how good we can be at the one hundred and you know eighty million level or whatever that is to keep them under the competitive balance tax penalties uh, for a, a fourth consecutive year. Yeah, and in Dennis Lynn's article, he does uh, say this: uh, the Padres believe Jackson Merrill 
Iriarte, Robbie Snelling, Jacob Marcy, and Austin Krob are among the prospects who could contribute at some point in 2024. Um, so that will be interesting to see you know, who separates themselves. Like you said, they're probably all going to get a really serious look at spring training. I just, knowing how this team has been run, at least since we've started covering it, Ben, there is always this, and we're not at that panic mode yet, but there is always that kind of, this seems like the direction they're going to go, and then at the last minute they go and they add something, and they add more, and they add, they block guys maybe from getting shots and things like that. You know what I'm saying? There's always kind of that like panic move to get some outfielder, some fourth outfielder that pushes the young guys' depth down, uh, push, pushes them back down into the minors or whatever, and hey, it may be what's needed. They need reps, because that's what I said uh, a couple weeks ago. You can have all the young guys you want in the world, but if you fill your roster with a bunch of spare parts just to get it like looking a little bit better for opening day, well, those young guys, they need reps. They need reps in the field. They need reps at, at the plate. They need to play wherever they are. That's why the best free agent moves that A.J. Preller has made, at least recently, were, were clearly Seth Lugo and Michael Walker last yeah. year. Not only were they affordable and effective, they weren't blocking anyone either. Yeah, Because you didn't have any pitchers coming up None, last year. In fact. It was a win-win-win situation. Yep. Cost, effectiveness, and you didn't block anyone else from getting an opportunity. Can't say that about many of AJ's signings. Even the ones where they got two out of three. Hey, he was really good, but he was also expensive and he blocked a player coming up. Like, you know, Xander Bogarts. Yeah. Even if he is really good, you're still blocking a player like Jackson Merrill coming up, and he's really expensive. So those are the signings that you really want more of. The ones that are cost-effective produce on the field, and don't block some of your younger players from coming up and getting an opportunity. That's exactly right. Let's go out to John. You're next up. 833-288-0973. Good morning, John. Good morning, fellas. Happy happy uh, Christmas week. You too, Thank buddy. You. Gearing up and having fun. Uh, Lenny, phenomenal call. I'm not going to regurgitate what he said. That was basically my take. But thinking and hearing you guys talk, who are the free agents that they could potentially go after in 25? You know, I mean, if we're staying under the luxury tax, you know, and, and saving up, I think that, you know, Padre fans are expecting them to try to potentially make a run at Otani. But, I mean, obviously, you know, the Dodgers, the way that they're structured, you know, money's not a problem for them. So who would they potentially target in 24 if we're just going to try to piecemeal from minor leaguers and maybe try to get some of these uh, free agents out there that are bargain bins? Good question, Dennis. Uh, and now uh, he talked at least about some of the pitchers that would be available next year. Uh, probably all going to decline qualifying offers, and that would be guys like Corbin Burns, Max Fried, Walker Bueller, Shane Bieber, Justin Verlander. I mean, I don't really want a fifty-year-old Justin Verlander at fifty million dollars uh, a year. I would kind of scratch that one. Maybe Walker Bueller is going to probably ask for and get the moon. Um, you know, Max Freed is another guy that would probably ask for and get the moon. Corbin Burns, I don't know, man. I, I still hear he's on the block now. They, I think they pulled him off recently, but you never know. If they get the right deal from they could trade him. He could, he could, you just don't know. You don't know really who's going to be a free agent. Uh, but those are just the pitchers. I have not looked to see, you know, position player wise, uh, what would work next year. Uh, who's going to be potential? And then free there's um, the Japanese uh, younger kid, Roki, Roki Sasaki. Incredible. Now, his is an interesting situation because he's trying to kind of dodge the posting system, isn't he? 
where he doesn't have to because usually in Japan you got to play for a certain amount of right. time in Japan and then your team posts you. But he's trying to come out in the like in the international signing window, which the Padres have already have always done really well on. You know, getting guys like Ethan Salas. Well, getting they've landed the guys they've wanted to land, and if he's a target. Uh, that would be someone you think that the Padres would go after strongly well, next year. You know, and I can tell you next year, uh, right now, as this, it's spot track, it's got uh, <laughs> Michael Conforto, Marcel Ozuna, Mitch Hanniger, Mark Canna, Charlie Blackman, Manuel Margot, Jason Hayward, Max Kepler, Hunter Renfro. Uh, yeah, guys that, guys that you probably, they don't blow your hair back. Now, Juan Soto will be a free agent next year, Ben, but who knows? I heard that. Yeah, who knows where uh, he will end up. But, yeah, I mean, really, nothing that's, that's you're like, oh, we got to put all our eggs in one basket for this, unless you're talking about Sasaki or some of those other pitchers that uh, have, have many years ahead of them. But, you know, even Max Fried got some injury stuff, 31 years old, I believe. Like, what are you, what are you really saving for uh, at this point? You're also um, going to have to look at the trade market as well. Yeah, at for this sure. point, I'd be I'd be shocked if the Padres didn't pull off at least one more trade of significance this off season. Um, you know, potentially to acquire an outfielder, they they may have to part with one at least one of their prospects, which is a little more palatable. You know, now that they got Drew Thorpe from the Yankees, you know, it's a little more. Easy to stomach the idea of giving up a prospect for someone who can help you, especially if it's like a guy with two years of control. You know, you get an outfielder for a couple of years, you give up a, a top prospect, uh, maybe, you know, a lesser piece in a deal like that. I would imagine AJ's working the phones pretty strongly to find someone like that. Kepler, as we, as we brought up, is interesting, but he's only got one year left. Got one year left. Uh, you know, he'd be a simply stopgap rental. Now maybe he's a guy you sign as a free agent, you know, next year if if you're still looking for a center field help or outfield help. Uh, but as you said, there's injury concerns, durability concerns with Kepler. Yeah, it's still you know again, it's still early. There's still a ton of guys uh, out there. Just don't know what the market's going to yield for. You know the the uh, Marcus Stroman's, the Reese Hoskins uh, is a name I keep hearing mentioned, but no real ties to the Padres. Another right-handed bat, um, Giolito sounds like he's going to be too much money. Jorge Soler, interesting, right-handed. Uh, it's just, uh, it's just, it's slim pickings, man. Is what it is. It's slim pickings. You're going to have to figure it out uh, and, and see if some of these guys got anything left in the tank. The guys like Kevin Kiermeyer or Brandon Belt, but you know, you sign a. You sign a Kiermaier, is he blocking someone from getting valuable playing time at the big league level? I don't know. I don't know if Marcy's ready or Paulie's ready, any of these guys. I don't know if they're ready. I don't disagree that Jung-Ho Lee was a pretty massive overpay by the Giants and didn't really want him at that price. Would have been a lot easier for the Padres this offseason if he had gone for like what they thought, yeah, you know, was, $56 million, yeah. something like that, and you, you solve a couple of problems. The left-handed... You know, issue where you don't have enough lefties, the outfield issue, a guy who can play defensively out there. He would have solved a number of things. Yes. He, I think he would have been a good option for the San Diego Padres. No Just not at, that not price at a ridiculously insane. high price. Yeah, that's insane. Well, then handcuff your ability to do almost anything else this offseason. So, in that sense, I was disappointed that they missed out on getting him. But. You know, to to tie up so many resources in a player, as you said, the big unknown. How long is it going to take him to adjust to, you know, major league pitching? It took Hassan Kim a good at two least seasons, yeah, a season and a half to, for to sure. really start Glove finding his played. way. Glove always played it did. from day one, um, but yeah, it's it's getting 
it's getting pretty pretty high right if now. If they had signed Lee, we would be we'd be talking about. It. I'm sure Hassan Kim is going to speed up that process. He's going to be a lot faster than than Kim was in the adjustment period, learning what they've learned already. But you can't ever predict how fast a guy is going to adjust, or if they're ever going to adjust. Might be a good time to try to fleece the Chicago White Sox again for Dylan Cease. They are expected to trade him this offseason. He's under team control through 2025, so you'd have him for two seasons there. Um, yeah, you've fleeced them before. Try again, you know, try to see what they need. And and if you could bring in Dylan Cease here, that'd be a pretty a lot better than, yeah. than what we're looking at. You figure at. that all the teams that don't end up getting Yamamoto, and, and that decision is coming. His his window closes here, what, in early January? Yes. So that decision is coming. And whatever teams don't get him, because you know that the Mets and Yankees and Dodgers and Phillies are in on him, they're going to pivot, and they're going to pivot not only to the free trade market as well. So if I'm if I'm the White Sox, I'm hanging on to Cease until – the Yamamoto market clears up, you know, and and then you've got probably a number of suitors that can drive up the price a little bit. 100%. Yeah, that's that's going to be a little bit pricey. Uh, call us now if you want to weigh in, 833-288-0973. Still some names out there that are, are interesting uh, to people. You know, we need to figure out who's going to play first base for this team. Uh, we need to figure out if Manny's coming back healthy and ready to go. It doesn't seem like he's going to be your everyday third baseman to start the season, but stranger things have happened. Progressing well in his rehab is what we hear. Um, so there's just still, you know, we've we've shed some salary, certainly, but what it's done, it's created other holes that you have to fill. Right, and, and it's, so, a, it's a seller's market. I think the fact that the Padres did as well as they did in the Soto trade, yeah. and, and they did well. They did, absolutely. Uh, they, they, for a one-year Five to one, rental, five for one. They did well. Five for two, it, sorry. It shows you that you can sell in this market and get good return, yes. but it also conversely means when you're now buying – it's tough. It, you know, the the prices are high whether it's free agency or trade. It's going to be hard to acquire the players that you need to acquire to fill the gaps that you have. You did a good job selling. You uh you got yourself out from under Matt Carpenter's contract now, yep. which is going to help a little bit as well. Braves weren't able to flip him this morning. They had to release him. So in those in those deals you've done well so far, I think. Yeah, in Dennis's article also he talks about um he talks about the restraint, you know, and, and I think that's something that, that some Padre fans were looking forward to, uh, was to have a little bit more restraint, make a, a few more calculated moves. Uh, Dennis says they've yet to make a major league signing. They have not finalized their coaching staff under manager Mike Schilt, though an announcement could come next week, which is now this week and probably Wednesday during the Christmas and holiday extravaganza. You have to stop down to talk about the new hitting coach. Smart and savvy moves like the Michael Walker signing, though, tend to come on the later side of the offseason. Yep. Not right now in the prime of the market when agents are seeking top dollar at the moment. Yeah, when did those deals come down last year? Waka was very late. Yep. Waka was right at the beginning of spring training, wasn't it? We were so. there. Weren't we like almost there in in Peoria when Waka was signed? Lugo was a little bit earlier. That was pretty savvy as well as it turned out. Yeah, he quotes Preller in this article too, and there's just one he says, we were at a high point last season. I think we're going to run very competitive payrolls over the next five years. I think we're going to have a very competitive payroll this year. What is competitive, though, right? But what's the best way to use those dollars? That player. Ultimately, we decided to go add five players. I think you're going to potentially play on a roster this year versus one very elite player. Then we'll be in a spot to do some more things to round out a club. When you hear rounding out a club, 
that's when you start to think, oh, cool, Joey Gallo's going to be here, <laughs> right? Like the the Joey Gallo rounding out of a club is not something I think anyone. I, I think about. you made a perfect point earlier, though. If all of a sudden. News came down today that the Padres are signing Cody Bellinger. Right. I feel like that's pan- you're just panicking you'd, at that point. You'd go, well, I mean, they certainly need the bat, and they certainly need the outfield help, but what what else are they going to be able to do? I know. You're, you're done. I, I mean, is that the smartest move that you it's, could do right it's, now? It's weird, because I just kind of feel like that's not a move that this team should make, but absolutely would. <laughs> Michael Waka, you're right. He signed on February 14th yeah. of this year. Seth Lugo signed on December 19th, right. 2022. Which is almost a year, a ago, year tomorrow. ago tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. So there are some savvy moves. Now, remember, though, Luca was not some can't-miss starter. No, it was, he a, was, pro- a, it was he a project. He was a conversion project that the Padres very effectively executed the plan for Seth Lugo to almost perfection in 2023. But the reason they got him is affordably as they did, was that it was a unproven commodity. And the Potters are going to have to maybe find a couple of more unproven commodities and turn them into success stories like they did with Seth Lugo last year. And they, they've done it. They've absolutely done it. They have a, a bit of a track record in that regard. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But we are uh, waiting as, as impatiently as the rest of you. Just know that. This hour on Ben Woods is brought to you by Mossy Nissan. Unwrap Mossy Nissan's lowest advertised prices of the year during the Nissan Thrill of the Drive sales event. Get incredible lease deals and low APRs on new Nissans. But hurry, these offers won't be back in stock. Visit MossyNissan.com or a Mossy Nissan near you. Just saw outside of our window a lot of small faces. In the hallway. Yes. Here at uh, the oh, Odyssey Studios. Look, oh, look at all oh, the small smoke. faces. Look at all these little guys. <laughs> out there. Well, the next wave of uh, Padres talent has arrived. I think. <laughs> Padres prospects. Padres prospects are here. This is the low, low, low single A level. Maybe rookie ball. Rookie ball. Look at these little Gs, man. I love it. Yeah, we got a little league Some team wanted to come here. by and, and say hello. Up, guys? To Ben and Woods today. <laughs> I don't know. Can we, is there anything we can do with them in the final hour? Just Woods know more than a little leaker. Oh, we can do that. <laughs> whip something up pretty quick. We can do that. Pull up one of those games. Have to full, yeah, I have to figure out some questions that we can ask. Maybe we get the they get them to vote on the smartest of the bunch and then have them challenge you. <laughs> okay, I'm down. You know, in, I'm down to play in some sort of uh, trivia contest in our final hour of the show. Cool. All right, we've also got our Rindle report. Polly's got some headlines uh, coming up. Uh, including a couple of fun stories, as he always does. We're going to give away some SDSU basketball tickets uh, tomorrow night's game against the University of St. Catherine at Viejas Arena. We'll do that in our final hour as well. Uh, We're down to just um, one hour and two more shows the rest of our 2023, and one of them is the holiday extravaganza on Wednesday. So do not go anywhere. Final hour of Bennett Woods is right around the corner on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.